Hello and welcome to the Cricket News Podcast Season 5 and we are on to Episode 11. Thought that this particular week we need to talk about this six-team league. Yes, six-team league that's been catching the imagination and been uh, wonderful to watch for a lot of cricket fans around the world. We are, of course, talking about Freibrick Invitational, uh, beg your pardon, and uh, a tournament that's basically not just not ju- not just not just paving way for women's cricket but also for associate nations and now that's that's i think the two important issues that need to be addressed in the game given how things have gone by with an eight team world cup uh, so yeah i think there's a lot to talk about fair break it's literally a fair break that cricket needed. Ovishekda, you must have been following the tournament yeah. and you must have really tried to understand the crux of it because a lot of people have been writing on it, a lot of people have been speaking about it in the cricket fraternity as well. You have been writing a piece about it for our website. What's your take on this tournament? Yeah, it's, uh, they are do, uh, Fairbreak have done what ICC should have done a long, long time ago. They are yeah. finally... We are finally getting to see cricketers from associate nations. Uh, associate yeah. nations play alongside cricketers. Uh, I mean, uh, cricketers from full member sides. So even in World Cups, when that happens, that is uh, mm-hmm. typically for one match, two matches yeah. for associate yeah. nation side. So essentially, as we saw in the last T20 World Cup, Thailand yeah. got to play. Thailand really impressed in the especially in the Pakistan match, yeah. and they're not there anymore. And yeah. Thailand, uh, so uh, the Thailand uh, did not get uh, to play in the 50 over World Cup, despite uh, doing really well in the qualifiers. For example, being uh, uh, despite doing really well uh, in the qualifiers until it was called out due to COVID. Mm-hmm. So, um, but now the Thai players are playing uh, are are. Uh, sharing the same stage as some of the full member stars yeah yeah so uh whenever icc does it meet uh, be it for men's or women the men's mm-hmm. uh, world cup is at this point uh, i mean i don't even know it's just a champions trophy plus two sort of tournament i they should uh, call just call it a Great cup or something. The world, the word "world" sounds hypocritical yeah. at this point. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, this is uh, what a World Cup looks like. The Fairbrick tournament. Oh yeah. There are definitely. two to three. There are two to three players. Some teams are one player. Some teams are two to three. But it is a global representation. The first, yeah. uh, the first televised cricket tournament with a global representation. For what, what do you say? A short span. Uh, global tournament. I mean, of course, the World Cup qualifiers are also global, but this is the first short span global tournament uh, of this level yeah. with the full members yeah. also playing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And what's what's even interesting is that uh, most of them are from Associate Nations. So yeah. the 90, there's a 90 players. 90 players playing this tournament and 50 of them are from associate nations yeah yeah 30 countries being represented yeah that's insane 
that's that's not you. That's that's almost four times, uh, more than four times than what how you saw in the world. How many? How many? How many countries do, does the FIFA World Cup have? Thirty-two as of now. Hmm. Yeah. So yes, it is. Uh, this is the closest to a World Cup that I have seen. Hmm. Yeah, and the thing about the tournament being that. Uh, you know, when it was ideated, we've all obviously heard the story about Sean Martin thinking about this almost a decade ago. And then when it was ideated at that point, women's cricket wasn't a pro sport. And no. it's it's changed. Though That thing has changed. Uh, but so, you know, the organization of the tournament would have had to differ so much from that first time to now because as you've said this looks like a world cup and this is and should be basically alarm bells for the icc to do something of their own because the way it's been received by cricket uh cricket ICC fans won't do icc won't do anything do you think that it's possible that uh, they're going to increase the teams in the world cup at least by what it was Some five margin? months ago, five six months ago, they were uh, getting Thailand and USA to. They gave matches uh, uh, played in the qualifier by Thailand and USA. They gave that gave those matches ODI status, and then they, they, they uh -huh. took their ODI status away. That is what ICC does. This I Thailand still do not have a full membership status, despite ranking in the top ten in the world. The only reason for that, I have said this before on this uh, show, that is that is that their men's team are not good enough. Yeah. Afghanistan doesn't have a women's team at all. Yeah. And they have full membership. That is how ICC operates. ICC are going to do nothing about this. Which is a sad way because uh, to think about things because uh, if the biggest uh, organization in cricket, the world organization in cricket is not going to take the step, then uh, it's it's not going to receive that many eyeballs, is it? I mean, this tournament ha has received a lot of applaud for it, but uh, when the international ICC is going sport in is not going to... ICC is going backwards. It's yeah. done away with the ICC into the Intercontinental Cup. Had the Women's World Cup? In the 97 World Cup? Yeah. The, it is 11, the Women's World Cup had 11 teams in 1997. It has yeah. eight now. Yep. Almost seems like a rant every time we talk about women's cricket, right? Because that's what it should be. I mean, uh, I know the ICC have uh, done uh, some uh, some bits. They have uh, rewarded Brazil and Vanuatu for their efforts. They rewarded them mm -hmm. last year, but it is not enough. It's yeah. far, I mean, there's some distance from what they could have done and they what should and what they should have done. They're not doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, we were just yesterday off air, we were talking about uh, uh, how when we're to received this major chunk of audience back in 2020 when live cricket resumed in some of the places it was the first place of course to stream that and they received a lot of audience shouldn't 
and we're just straying a bit from the league here. Shouldn't the ICC have played on that as a story and helped them develop further in two years' time? There are, uh, there are many shoulds the ICC could have done. Yeah. It's a very long list. I can go on. I mean, there is a very, very long list. Yeah. Men's Champions Trophy. That was originally conceived to help build the uh, help help build the popular help the associations grow. Yeah. Bangladesh were an association. They hosted the first Champions Trophy. Mm. Uh, the second Champions Trophy was hosted in Kenya. That was the original idea. Both countries received huge financial boosts. Then the full members took over. The whole purpose of the Champions Trophy is gone. Is gone. And ICC, mm. uh, it, it, it is, okay, I will go go back. I mean, I think we have discussed this again, but let us go at this again. So, 2015 World Cup, Australia. Yeah. Was hosted in Australia. 2016 yeah. T20 World Cup was in India. 2017 mm. Champions Trophy was in England. 2019 yeah. World Cup was in England. 2021 yeah. uh, uh, T20 World Cup India were the hosts. Official yeah. hosts were hosted in the UAE. 2022 T20 World Cup is in Australia. 2023 World Cup is in India. So, how is this? A, how is this taking the sport? Yeah. How is this taking this? Making the sport global? Yeah, not at all. Not at all. Uh... I mean, if they have made efforts to make it global, it's in the women's sport. Hmm. Some efforts, at least, the tournaments are being hosted by. In every possible country, in every possible full member country, of course, not every possible country. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, I think that's an important part, isn't it? Uh, hosting a big tournament does help these new nations develop that sport, develop interest for that sport first, at least for a generation that views it. And that is, should be, uh, again, another should. Uh, a step in the positive direction that needs to be taken. But moving back to fair break, uh, one of the things that I've really liked about this tournament, and I know this is not just me saying it, has been its coverage by its content team especially. Uh, the way they have used individual stories, and of course they have a lot of different individuals, and just that simple story in a tweet, per se, to talk about one player give an idea about the country and the cricket system where they are coming from. It's just incredible, isn't it? Every single story of theirs is incredible in its own. Yeah, I mean, um, uh, see, and these are diverse stories. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the point is, and these are stories from backgrounds we have very little idea about. Yeah. yeah. We, we are still coming to terms with cricketers, Indian cricketers of small town backgrounds. We are still yeah. coming. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. are still yeah. coming to terms with them. I mean, yeah. uh, now that is India, and now uh, outside the full membership, the mm. the, in the struggle, the whole point of a person. Yeah, mm. I mean. Uh, Taking up cricket as a professional cricket as a career true, option, true, true, is unbelievable. I mean, um, it is. Uh, I mean, 
suppose an indian wants to take up american football as a career option while yeah. living in india yeah that is yeah. as i mean a brazilian a brazilian professional cricket team mm-hmm. so yeah. i mean their background stories will be yeah. completely different from say a, a cricketer from the background story of of a cricketer from vanuatu or say yeah. uh, tanzania yeah. or uh, uh, i mean and it cricket is becoming diverse True. cricket has the potential to become diverse to become a global sport earlier mm. uh, i mean it was it still uh, spanned uh, almost every continent but it was mm. still restricted to former british colonies so there was some similarity mm. now they and that's still indi- that's yes. still indicative in the world cups right we can yes. we can, we can get to know that in, in when we say the world cups right. it's essentially the full numbers yeah yeah and uh, until uh 2017 18 every full member was a former british of uh, england and the former british colonies yeah so that is how uh, they wanted the sport to be it was almost is, as if they did not want the sport to become diverse yeah yeah true definitely uh, but yeah i mean you're talking about stories we've been um you know and the effect of uh, what this does to a, a player playing in a tournament like this we heard fatima sana's interview yesterday and uh, she said and it's it's really important to talk about this as well uh, that playing in these leagues playing in this league with these players will help pakistan cricket develop which is important right when players play in these we've been talking about franchises league, franchise leagues in the same breath when they get to play with the players from different backgrounds they evolve not just individually but when they go back and discuss what has happened tell these stories tell their way of looking at cricket to their teammates it's incredible how that team can develop in the time to come right first of all uh, in uh, in the indian subcontinent uh, uh, for a woman to become professional is itself uh, a big achievement uh, itself, a huge itself achievement. a bigger achievement than what we think it is true we are we have uh, uh, we we are more privileged than we are probably aware of uh, yeah. uh, beca- uh, becoming professional in any profession is an achievement hmm. to take up sport professional sport uh Uh, to use sport to become financially independent yeah that is an uh, that is an ach- achievement that uh, uh, that uh, does that, that that should be looked uh, i mean uh, that should be praised more than it is done yeah so uh, and uh, if the country if international cricket does not happen as much as as much as it should which it doesn't mm. we know that Men, women yeah. women do not play international cricket as frequently as they should so i, I would put the boards at fault um, or i'm not i'm not sure who else is responsible for that but yeah, yeah. as long as they do, i mean if, if there is no international cricket then this is what it is yeah 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 and it's it's a good way to prosper 
according to me because uh, we talked about what the sport meant to different countries yesterday i mean the form of the game that's played there and the different kind of things that they can talk as a team together just yesterday i read your tweet former pakistan captain polling to the england captain the england captain and uh, as soon as she dismisses a uh, the brazilian captain walks and then we have the hong kong captain polling to her, which so, is, <laughs> is is just brilliant to hear because so the best from every country is here the yeah. best from every country almost every, every country, country is here so, yeah <laughs> almost every country is here the country that country, would yeah. have that would have probably doubled the the, the viewership is not here yeah yeah again it's you, you just talked about uh, the sport of making them financially independent financially sustainable it's not even there in the big 3 right yeah seriously why do you think this and it's it's a big question to ask why someone thought it wasn't such a good idea to say an indian place in the tournament what would it how would i do i don't really get it how what would have been hurt yeah that uh, was the last day uh, we, we remember recording the pod on the first day of fair break mm-hmm. invitation we were talking about the senior women's t20 yeah. it was the so, last day of that yeah yeah so essentially uh, the tournament had a, i mean the cricketers who played in the final hmm. uh, smriti and maybe sneharana and a couple of others hmm. had they been chosen they been uh, part of the fair break tournament they would probably have missed the initial matches you know, for ten rules i'm not sure what it is like in there yeah, yeah but yeah. yeah the rest could easily have played and then yeah, there, were, there is sufficient no. gap between this tournament and the women's t20 tournament i don't know no. i mean what is this deliberate i mean the, i can't think of a reason yeah <clears throat> all right then uh, another important quote that we can talk about from yesterday was uh, from uh, the organizing committee the oc and uh, so i do like the idea about this being supported by the cricketers that play in it as well jennifer westcott uh, the fair break global patron and chief executive of australia business council said that all my life i've loved cricket and i've also spent my life fighting for women to have better justice to get paid properly were better conditions which is essentially what we started this pod talking about with and um, her ambition being that this becomes the biggest tournament in the world and i remember laura woolward quote tweeting no marzan ka quote tweeting this and saying that i can see fair break invitational becoming the greatest tournament in the world and we know why but don't you think it's going to be the the difference between a fair break invitational the difference of spectrum in terms of representation and in terms of the word getting out between a fair break invitational and a world cup is huge don't you think that's going to be a concern for the game moving forward what is what is going to be a concern there's a fair break invitational tournament yes. which is of course a good league tournament but international cricket doesn't 
doesn't bet on this idea about bringing in more countries into fold. Don't you think it's going so, to be a bit of a downer? Downer for whom? Us. Who else? The fans. Us. I, I, I'm, I'm happy with the fair. I'm happy with Fairbury. I hope they have this... more. They have. A, it's an eight-team tournament in future with about cricketers yeah. from fifty countries. Yeah. I'll be happy if they call it the Fairbury World Cup. I would be. Uh, I don't. I'm the ICC World Cup is actually the ICC Elite Cup. Mm-hmm. Or the ICC. I don't know what is the ICC Full Member Tournament or something. Like that. It's not a World Cup. Yeah. Well, we hope there are more leagues like this coming into play. At least that's that should be the idea. But uh, yeah, so, I, I I I agree with what she said. The, I mean, uh, about her uh, fighting her her life her, all her life for getting the cricketers getting paid for it. Yeah, that's and a, that is why that is what makes railways the most successful Indian team. The legacy that legacy was built in the eighties. Railways cricketers mm. were getting paid. Yeah. They they could they had a job they could work yeah. until three then go for go to practice. Yeah. The other the other the other teams did not have that privilege. The only time a railways was challenged in uh, for sus, uh, challenged over a sustained period of time was uh, in the late nineties and uh, the early two thousands. When Air India became a rival, and Air India went in with the same strategy. Air India, yeah. of course, is not uh, it, it does not participate anymore. But uh, that that phase uh, boost gave it gave Indian cricket a major boost, and that was because yeah. cricketers in the top two teams were uh, were getting paid. Yeah. Were getting paid even. Uh, I mean, over, over, had a regular salary. They had employment outside cricket. Yeah, yeah. So a contract. I mean, these are tournament fees. But a contract helps, and that is mm-hmm. something that cannot be compromised on. However good the cricket is, the cricketer at the end of the day has to pay their bill. True, true. They need so, contracts. Yeah, yeah, and we've talked about cricket schedule not having that many games for a lot of teams, and most of the teams, in fact. Uh, tournament like this do you see them getting a big space in the cricketing calendar because that's going to be important when we're talking about payment the more the matches the more the players are going to get paid right and we're not talking about more leagues of this kind but even if it's just this of course it will be a plus to have more leagues such as this but if it's just this one do you see them getting a bigger space via the ICC in the cricket calendar Is there enough cricket to prevent them to deny them a space? That's Is there enough international cricket for that? Never. I think even if the fair break has a six-month window, demands a six-month window, the, the, the ICC will give that. Wow. ICC, there's, I mean, the full members do not play enough cricket to uh, last six months. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's also in uh, different. England windows, will have a right? summer. England yeah. will have a summer now. Australia yeah. will have their summer now. Yeah. 
which other team has uh, has been playing women's cricket consistently at home true so there will be there will be six months probably in aggregation but two months easily yeah yeah it'll be fun it'll be fun right you said this that you were trying to form allegiances but before you'll do that the tournament will be over it's a short tournament yeah and uh, a 16 i just hope they tournament. don't switch uh, switch the players around next time i'm slowly starting yeah. to formally <laughs> and get in terms with which team has who uh, who bats where who bowls yeah by the time yeah. i really get accustomed this will be good i wish this was longer yeah. definitely definitely I tell you what uh I wish this podcast was longer to talk about it more <laughs> but here we are and it's been fun chatting with you Abhishek da as always thank you so much for enlightening us more about this tournament and I hope that you know we get to talk about it more as this podcast season progresses if anyone wants to read more about this tournament you can go to our website Abhishek Mukherjee has a special reverse scoop piece coming out this week talking about fair break invitational so yeah you might want to read that and of course I would if you haven't already uh, if our word counts do do follow fair break invitational on their social media handles for the wonderful stories that you'd want to hear about individual players and where they're coming from because that's eventually why we love the sport right that's 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 why we want to talk about the sport the players and where they're coming from Right then that's it from us this week on the pod for more of cricket stay tuned to cricket news thank you so much